Welcome into the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Count on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi, can your internet do that? Welcome in. It's week nine. It's a short week. The Texans have their one and only primetime game of the 2022 season. It's a Thursday night football. It's Battle Red Day. It's the Philadelphia Eagles, and they are undefeated, best team in the NFL. And uh, it's going to be a big, big game for these Houston Texans as uh, they debut their red helmets for the first time. And uh, there's lots to get to. So I'm going to go behind enemy sidelines with Dave Zangaro. He used to be here in Houston, so uh, he covered the Texans a long time ago with CS in Houston. And he's been in Philly for, I'd say, about eight, nine years now. And and we talk about everything as far as the Eagles are concerned. We talk a little bit about World Series as well, as both of these markets have two games going up head-to-head against each other. And the one thing I did not ask him was about Jalen Hurts because he's from Houston. And I want to know who he thinks he's actually rooting for in this World Series game. But I digress. We do talk about Jalen Hurts because he is having a phenomenal season. Seven games in, Eagles are undefeated. Hertz ranks fifth in the NFL in passer rating, fifth in total touchdowns, seventh in accuracy, and second in interception ratio. He just turned 24 years old. It's year three for him. So we'll get into that. We're going to talk about their defense. We're going to talk about A.J. Brown and the monster game he's had. And uh, Dave's got a funny story to share about that as well. But first, Xfinity delivers the fastest internet in Houston, so you can do more of what you love. Stream the game on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi network and keep your home team happy with a reliable connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi, can your internet do that? Let's get right into it. We're going behind enemy sidelines, talking some Philadelphia Eagles right here on the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. I'm catching up with Dave Zangaro. He covers the Eagles for NBC Sports Philadelphia. Dave used to cover the Texans a long, long time ago. And uh, now we meet again, except for on opposing sidelines. Dave, how's it going? I'm doing well. Yeah, it was a long time ago, right? I mean, 2012 to 14, I was there. Yeah, I think right when I, I started in 13, you were here for the first two years with CSN. Yes, CSN Houston, right? Houston. A short-lived yeah. CSN Houston days, yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of talented people left when when that shut down. But I'm glad to see you still out there covering the Eagles and we get to catch up every every few years. So let's talk about this Eagles team, the only undefeated team remaining in the NFL. When you were covering this team back in training camp, if I would have said to you at this point in the season that they were undefeated, would, would you have been surprised? Yeah, surprised that they hadn't found a loss yet, but not surprised that they were good because we knew that this roster was very good. You looked at the, the roster on paper and you thought, okay, this is a team that probably should win the division, should be able to get into the playoffs and maybe make a run. But they've been even better than I thought they'd be. And a big reason for that is Jalen Hurts. Houston's Jalen Hurts. He's been performing so well this year. He's really taken a big step in year two, really, for him. It's year two as a starter. So, yeah, the step that he's taken, it helps, obviously, having A.J. Brown as a true number one receiver. But a big reason for their success this year has been the quarterback. You know, when you just look at his stats through this year, just even coming off of Sunday's game, career high four touchdown passes, but touchdown interception ratio has been really good for him this year. What's impressed you the most about him here in year three? I mean, I feel like it wasn't that long ago that there were questions surrounding whether or not he was the guy, but what's really stood out to you about him this year? Yeah, it was the question before this year. It was because, you know, he's in his third year in the NFL, so you have, the opportunity to sign into an extension after the season. 
and it's pretty rare for quarterbacks to go into that lame duck year. So you're thinking he's got to really prove himself. And we're we're seven games in. And it's like there's no question anymore. He's the guy. As far as the touchdown interception thing, uh, what's impressed me most is that when you see a guy who doesn't have a lot of interceptions, you would assume that he's not taking chances and that uh, he's playing it really safe. And I don't think that's a good way to play football either. You want to avoid turnovers, but you don't want to lose that aggressiveness. The impressive thing about him is that he has been aggressive. They are throwing it down the field quite a bit and he's taking some chances, but he's also being smart and he's not taking unnecessary ones. He's not taking the chances that would turn into to turnovers. He hasn't fumbled either, which is a really big deal for a guy who runs as much as he does. So to me, it's more than just the passing touchdowns, interceptions, it's you know, total touchdowns to takeaways or turnovers. He hasn't turned the football over. It, it's been just really efficient, but at times explosive quarterback play. All right. Obviously, you mentioned A.J. Brown. He's like the big addition to that offense, you know, and we saw what he did on Sunday, three touchdowns all before halftime. Yeah. The chemistry between the two of them, how surprising has it been? And was there a point where you thought, okay, this is this is looking really good? Or was it like that from day one? It's really cool, actually. Those two have been really, really close friends for a while. Um, they call each other best friends, and they've, you know, they've always worked out together in the off season. But you never really know, you know. It, it they were still in training camp trying to figure out how to build that together and all those timing things. But it, it came together pretty quickly. I mean, in, in training camp, it was pretty evident that they figured this out and. Jalen really trusts him. You can see that. A couple of those passes on Sunday, A.J. Brown wasn't open, but Jalen trusted him to go up and get the football. A.J. Brown has one of those like convenience store hang signs in his locker, like right above his locker says, always open. And Jalen believes that. (laughs) He'll throw it up to him. And even beyond that, I mean, the A.J. Brown slant has become – a cheat code for, for this offense. It's pretty much always there. He has such a big body that if you put it on him and and you give him an opportunity to get some yards after the catch, he's going to do it. And Miles Sanders, I guess you can't really neglect talking about him because the run game ranks seventh in rushing yards with him. How has he really emerged this season for that Eagles offense? He's been good. And look, he has, he's had kind of a weird career because a lot of injuries he's missed nine games over the last two years so the thing he really needed to prove this year was he can stay healthy and he's done that through seven games we'll see if that continues but he's picking up yards and big chunks he's improved as a runner since I saw him as a rookie a few years ago he's gotten more patient he's understood just to take the yards that are there he used to try to bounce everything and you can do that in college a little bit but some sometimes guys get rude awakenings when they get to the NFL and you're not able to just outrun everyone anymore. These guys are really good at this level, and he's learned that. And that offensive line the Eagles have, as good as Jalen Hurts has been, as good as A.J. Brown has been, Miles Sanders and Devontae Smith, that that offensive line is still the star of the show. It's probably the best in the league, and they don't do any of this without them. And, and they know that. I mean, they have uh, really from – all five spots are getting really solid play. Jason Kelsey's 34, but uh, he's still arguably the best center in the league. They had the best right, right tackle in the NFL in Lane Johnson. 
And everyone else, I mean, Landon Dickerson, Jordan Mailata, and Isaac Samalu have been very good too. So, I mean, that unit is playing really well right now. It's a huge key to their success. Got to mention the Eagles defense. They are plus 14 in turnover differential. I mean, that is an, an insane number, especially at this point in the season. They've got 16 takeaways on the year. What's made them so effective at taking the ball away? Yeah, takeaways can be tricky because they're, they're a little fickle. I don't know if you can count on that rate of production all year. Sometimes they come and go, but they're opportunistic and they have, it's a good combination to have a pass rush that can affect the quarterback and then a secondary that has some ball hawks and they can take it away. And that's what we've seen. The, the front is good enough to get after quarterbacks. And even when they're not getting sacks, which they've done at a much higher rate this year, they are affecting them and they're forcing them into some bad throws. Then on the back end, you have guys like Darius Slay and James Bradbury, Devontae Maddox, and CJ Gardner-Johnson all ready to, to pick off passes. It's working the way it was designed to work right now. And uh, that's been very encouraging. Last year, their defense was, they were trying to live by the philosophy to not get beat by big plays. And they did that. The problem was they weren't getting the takeaways. And it really just led to these long backbreaking drives that left them on the field forever. They got worn down against some really great quarterbacks last year. They haven't faced great quarterbacks this year, but this season, the difference is they're finally getting stops. They're finally getting turnovers and they've been a much improved unit. Dave, I guess I have to mention that there was a World Series game going on at the exact same time as our game. So these two markets are both in a bit of a bind. Phillies fans, Astros fans, Eagles fans, Texans fans. Uh, what are people in Philly saying about the, the rain delay cancellation that has now got two big games in these two markets going up against each other head to head? Yeah, I mean, it was a shame to see that game get postponed. But it, what are you going to do? Rain happens. It, it'll be fun to have both games going on at the same time. I'm sure, you know, the updates will come through at NRG Stadium and we'll hear cheers one way or the other. It'll be confusing for the players, I'm sure. Like, who are they cheering you, for, you know, right? You're in a yeah. TV timeout and, and the crowd starts cheering because the Astros score a run or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. I know there were some people who were a little bummed from Philly who were planning on going out for the football game and then staying potentially because the the baseball game would have been the next day, but now that's not. So it's screwing up some plans for people, but it, it is kind of cool to have both cities worried about two sports right now. It's weird for me too, because I have so many friends back in Houston and uh, it's been fun this week for sure. Yeah, it's it's been a crazy week. So I don't think anyone thought it was going to line up the way that it did, but here we are. Dave, appreciate the time. He's Dave Zangaro. He covers the Eagles for NBC Sports Philadelphia. Dave, always a pleasure catching up with you. You too. Thanks. Great stuff from Dave Zangaro, my good buddy there at NBC. And uh, I did not also ask him about Robert Quinn, who, as we know, was traded uh, about, what, last week, end of last week, to the Philadelphia Eagles. He only played about 25, 26% of snaps. And I was talking to John Harris. John Harris said, well, that's really all he needs to play to be effective there. So this Philadelphia defense is quite loaded. And we didn't even get to some of the other guys like Jordan Davis, who I, I covered him during the draft series. He's actually probably out. He's not been practicing due to an ankle injury. And so it looks like he may not go on Sunday. But otherwise... A very stacked Philadelphia defense, a very potent offense, should be a great game. It is kicking off at 7.15 on Sports Radio 610 
And on my 20, because Fox 26 is actually broadcasting the Astros game, which got moved uh, earlier from earlier this week. So game five is on Fox 26. Texans game will be on my 20. It's also streaming on Amazon Prime. And if you're at the game, we will also be showing the World Series throughout the concourse on TVs. We'll have video board updates. Drew Doherty, who gives NFL updates throughout the game, since there are no other NFL games going on, he'll be giving you some Astros big play updates as well. So you don't have to leave one team behind. You can follow both of them. Uh, if you want to come out, come out if you can. Check out the red end zones. They're very cool. Check out the red helmets. And the team store's got lots of red gear. So uh, looking forward to seeing you all out there. And we will be on with the pregame show, Texans Unlimited Live, presented by Verizon. We will be bringing you live coverage of the pregame action and some of the top stories of the game, as well as inactive starting lineups, all that and more. So that's going to do it for the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, go Texans.